Welcome to this course about my five favorite herbal tinctures. I really like the herbal tinctures because they are so versatile and they can be used in so many different ways. So it's different uh, uh, than if you get something in an oil, for instance. Uh, maybe you don't feel like taking an oil internally and it's more difficult to make it dissolve into water. Uh, of course you can take it, but you wouldn't it would be difficult to know what is the carrier oil uh, many of these uh, remedies here or, or or herbal remedies here you can also get as moisturizers you know you can you can get them in as tablets you can get them as in in many different ways as powders as herbs as leaves as but the tinctures, they are absolutely versatile. You can add them to anything. You can take them internally. You can mix them into a moisturizer and add it to the skin in that way. So versatile and just so easy to work with. So that's why I recommend the tinctures over anything uh, when we work with the herbs. When you take herbal tinctures, then if you are... Uh, taking something that is for a dose for yourself. Of course, what you have to do is look at the bottle and see what it says, if there is any instruction about how you should take this orally, then that's how you do it. When we mix it into moisturizers, then we work with the range around 15, 20, maybe 25 drops into a, a pot of moisturizer. And of course it has to do with how big the uh, moisturizer is, how much moisturizer you have. So you, and, and it's quite difficult to say exactly how much you need for what. So you just gotta try it a little bit. But if, if you have like a, a normal size moisturizer that would be uh, somewhat around uh, 250 milliliters, then Think about using 20 drops every time you use a herbal tincture to mix into it. I suggest that you take a small jar, a, a new, clean, fresh jar, and you put that aside. And you mix some of your moisturizer in there, and then you mix some of the herbal drops in there. And then you get an, a more of a range to experiment a little bit with. Make sure that you mix it really well. And to mix it, I suggest that you use um, some of these flat uh, uh, wooden sticks that you also use when you want to look in the throat. Uh, they make it quite easy and sterile. So you can take one of those and just mix really well and then you can uh, throw it out afterwards. But of course, every time we mix herbal medicine into anything the most important thing is that we mix and mix mix really really well uh, to get the the drops out uh, and mixed in evenly the all the uh, herbal remedies that i'm showing here in this pdf file they come from a fogel and that's not because a fogel is the only place in the world where i think you should buy herbal remedies it's just because this is what i have experience with um, I I don't experiment a lot with herbal drops, and when we uh, 
buy herbal drops and we also have herbal drops for a very long time so it's not a product that you get to change a lot so i have just fallen into the a fogel um uh, products that those are the ones that i like they have never let me down i have tried uh, different products that also had loofah in them for hay fever and i have never found that they worked as well on myself and also when I have just recommended Lofa to patients and they have got a Lofa product, they will come back and say, I don't think this product works so well. And then I have asked them which brand they have chosen and then I have suggested them to go and get the Vogel products. And once they get the Vogel products, then they also experience that uh, it works again. So I, you know, I, I don't know. Uh, uh, what herbal products are the best I'm not even sure what to look for uh, but I just have great experiences with Vogel so that's why I've chosen to use their pictures and just so you know it's not that I get any I'm not in, in any affiliation with them so it's not that I get paid for it so this is like a, a honest uh, uh, recommendation I also recommend two books for you to, if you would like to dive a little bit deeper into the herbal prescriptions and the herbal remedies. And the two books that I recommend is one is called Herbal Prescriptions for Health and Healing. And the other one is from the Organic Pharmacy called The Organic Pharmacy. I love The Organic Pharmacy. I used to live in London and I could go there and they have great uh, cosmetic products. They have great herbal products they have great homeopathic products they are just um a good a good mix of everything and everything is in a nice quality and of course also looks really nice when it comes from there but uh, uh, the organic pharmacy book is a book that has more than herbs in there you also get to read about homeopathy you also get to read about some supplements I think that it's a great book, all-round great book. And uh, the other book, uh, Herbal Prescription for, for Health and Healing by Donald J. Brown, that is just like a really nice book about herbal medicine. So it's a, it's a good reference guide that I uh, go to myself when I want to find out more information about the wonderful herbs. The first herbal remedy I want to introduce you to is calendula, or maybe you know it as marigold. So calendula is just a beautiful, great herbal remedy for the skin. Also, when we use it uh, homeopathically, then it's also great for the skin. It's just one of those things, one of those remedies where it's hard to say exactly when is it good to use. When it comes to calendula, you can simply say, well, it's good to use if you have skin <laughs> because it's just always good for the skin. It's good for softening of the skin. It's good for uh, recovering the skin. It's good for pain in the skin. It's good to keep the skin clean. It's just good for all uh, incidences where you need something on the skin. And of course, when we want to add something on the skin, then it also becomes obvious how nice it is to have this uh, herb in as, as, as drops, as uh, uh, herbal drops. Because once you have the herbal drops, then it's more easy for you to work with it on the skin, in particular if it is a little bit more complicated skin issue where, there's, where it's quite open 
and it's something that needs extra care and attention to be kept clean because you don't want to start adding any oils in there you don't want to start to add any moisturizer in there because if you don't use your moisturizer in a, a sterile way then you will also start to get bacteria and viruses in in your moisturizer when you use your hand if you if you take the moisturizer with your fingers and close the lid again and and that's not completely hygienic but when we have the calendula uh, herbal drops then we can mix the herbal drops into some clean water and we can take some clean cotton and then we can clean the wound in this way so that we dab the water with the herbal drops on them onto the skin with a clean cloth and of course every time that we uh, need to re-dip the cloth then we put the cloth away and we take a new cloth so that we keep everything completely clean and this is something that you can do with the herbal drops that I wouldn't recommend that you do with a moisturizer or with an oil simply because uh, both the moisturizer and the oil can come with some contamination you can also put some calendula drops into the bath so that can be a bath for yourself if you have some some wounds that you would like to heal uh, but of course it can also be uh, just putting it in the bath to soothe your skin if you have some eczema for instance and you want to add something extra to the bath or add an extra remedy to to uh, the treatment then it's very easy to add some calendula drops and put them into the bath you can also mix some calendula drops uh, with some warm water and then you can soak some washcloth in it so you can use these for baby's bum if baby has a red bum for instance and you can even take some of these washcloths and you can uh, uh, if you if you make it very warm then you can roll it up tightly and you can kind of try and wrap it. You maybe even want to put it into a, a clean thermos flask. And then you can keep these warm clothes uh, for when you need to change your baby. If you want to avoid maybe using the wet wipes that come with a lot of perfume and a lot of other problems. So maybe if you are going through a bad period, maybe this is a good way to get around it, to get something nice and warm and something that you know that is good for baby to clean baby's bum also when you are out uh, and about if you have bleeding gums then you can also take five drops of the calendula uh, and in in half a glass of water and just hold it in your mouth and of course try and move it around squirt it around in the mouth and and, and try and clean your mouth like this with the calendula so there are you can see how the herbal drops they are extremely versatile and calendula uh, is an, also an extremely versatile uh, remedy or herbal remedy so i don't want you to uh, uh, just use it for the things that i'm recommending here you are absolutely welcome to think of new ways that you can use calendula the most important thing is with the herbal drops always that we just get them diluted that we don't take the herbal drops directly first of all if we if we take them orally uh, directly they taste terrible maybe the alcohol feels a little bit strong in there uh, so always remember to dilute it
Echinacea is also, I think, another very, very famous uh, herbal remedy. This is a remedy that a lot of us know about. Uh, and it's also a remedy, a herbal remedy that is very readily available. You will find it at many pharmacies, uh, at least in Europe, because it is a remedy we know it works on viruses. This is a herbal remedy that has been tested very, very well and in many different connections. And what we know about this remedy is that we can use it to prevent viruses. And we also know that we can use it to uh, treat viruses once we have them. So a lot of people use these uh, uh, drops when they have a cold or they feel they have a flu coming. Anything that has to do with viruses. And it's, of course, very easy to... Uh, take a couple of drops of this in the water and, and drink it and take it as a part of your medicine. So I suggest to take 15 drops at a time when you want to take this for a viral infection. But again, you can also uh, use uh, this remedy in the bathing water. If you have some, you know, if you have been in an accident of some sort and you have some wounds that needs healing on your body, you also want to keep those wounds clean. So to have some Ignacia in the bath and, and, and take a bath with it, that will give you a clean out of the wounds too from the viruses perspective, you know, from, from, from viruses. And it will help keep the wound clean. And when you keep the wound clean, then the wound has a better chance of healing up uh, nicely and without any complications, without any infections. And that is, of course, uh, uh, what we want to use Ignatia for in this case, to keep viral, viral infections out of the wound. I also use uh, Ignatia in any kind of moisturizer that I do, um, when if I want to use it for burns, if I want to use it for sunburns or anything like this. Just because when in all the situations where we scratch ourselves, so it can also be for eczema, Anything that is itching, we are, we are likely to scratch it, of course, and then also to uh, maybe we scratch until it bleeds. And that, of course, means that now we have an open wound that uh, we need to protect and look after. So it's just good to be a little bit ahead, think a little bit ahead sometimes also with the herbs and thinking, okay, if, if you have any kind of moisturizer that you do for itching or for sunscreen or uh, sunburn or anything like this, it's a great idea to add some drops of Ignacia in there to help uh, prevent that you get infections into the wound after you have scratched yourself. Most people know the herbal drops Hypericum as the name St. John's Wort. And St. John's Wort, of course, is a famous herbal remedy for sadness and mild depression and actually also for sleep problems. Um, so this is what we know it for mostly, I think. So frazzled nerves, in a way, you could say it, and it will make sense that I say it like this uh, to when we move on to talk about what I suggest you use Hypericum for as well. When it comes to taking St. John's Wort for the low mood, for the de mild depression and so on, you, do, you need to follow the um, instruction on the package, exactly how much they think that you should give. And of course also, if you have 
depression problems, uh, depression symptoms and sleep problems and sadness and this, then I really encourage you to find someone to talk to. It's great to be in therapy and it's great to be able to talk about things with with someone professional, someone that is not involved, someone that is detached from the whole thing. But it can also be good just to talk to a friend. So regardless of what it is, I just encourage you to start opening up to somebody um, and don't let it be the stranger on the bench, <laughs> maybe just for practicing exercises, but find someone you can confide in and someone uh, you can you can talk to. When I talk about Hypericum here, I talk about it more as something that we want to use on the skin. Because uh, Hypericum is also, as I said before, good for frazzled nerves. And yes, Hypericum is great for frazzled nerves. Also, when it is our small nerve endings that we are talking about, uh, when we also talk about Hypericum. The small nerve endings are picking up on all the small changes in the skin. If it's itching, if it's something that is burning, if it's something that is hurting. So it's good that we have the little nerve endings to tell us about this. But of course, it can also get into overdrive. And it can also get to a point where we go, okay, I got the message now. I'm ready to heal. I want to move on. Please also help me relieve this pain. Hypericum does relieve pain that is coming from the nerve endings or from the nerves. So it is a great remedy for, like I said, for burns, for anything that itches. Uh, it will help calm the nerve endings down. And in that way, you will be able to calm down uh, and won't be as affected by the symptoms that you are experiencing and it is absolutely genius for this purpose. I very often use Hypericum together with Urtica urines and that is because Urtica is for itching, uh, Hypericum is for the nerve endings you see, uh, so I think that the itching that we experience that's something that we experience in the nerve endings so if I try and treat with both these remedies then there is a very good chance that we will get a good amelioration of the symptoms. So Hypericum, absolutely a very, very useful herbal remedy, something that we should all have in our medicine cupboard uh, for the reasons, for the reasons that I have told you here. And now I get to talk about Lofa because I do think that Lofa, that is maybe it's definitely the herbal remedy that I had the my most significant experience with. Well, I don't know. But uh, definitely a significant experience that I had with the uh, loofah. And I write here that it's a scandal that this remedy is not known for more people because it is absolutely genius for hay fever. Uh, so my story with this remedy is uh, I didn't even know that I had hay fever, but I had this spring cold <laughs> that just wouldn't go away. You know, I just had a cold and after I had this cold for four, two weeks and I spoke to a friend about it and she said, my God, I think maybe it's not a cold that you're having. Maybe what you are experiencing is hay fever. And I was like, oh, yes, of course. That makes so much sense. And I didn't want to take any antihistamines because of the person that I am. I just want to try an, a, a natural way. And this was, I think, even before I started uh, studying homeopathy or 
I'm not even sure, but uh, I, I remember walking into the uh, health food store and go down, down to the um, supplements department and I spoke to someone and I said, hey, uh, I experienced these symptoms. I think there might be hay fever. Do you have anything you can suggest? And she said, yes, you just need this. And then she pulled out a bottle of Lofa from A. Fogel. And I said, great, thank you very much. Uh, uh, how do I take this? And she explained it, that I had to take the drops in the water. And I said, could I please have a glass of water? <laughs> because I would like to take this remedy right now. And she came with a glass of water for me. And then I took the remedy. I took the herbal drops. And I swear to God, when I walked out of the store, when I came out again, uh, from the store, I did not experience the hay fever symptoms anymore. It worked that fast. It was such a huge relief. When it comes to lofa and hay fever, then we, what we have to remember is that it doesn't cure the symptoms. It's not something that makes the symptoms, the hay fever symptoms, go away. It will... You, it, your symptoms will come return when you stop taking the remedy. So you have to keep taking it. Uh, and of course, in homeopathy, we would like to cure the symptoms. We would like to work towards that. We would like to at least give it a good go, you know. We would like to try and work on a deeper level so we get to the root cause, so we really can find out what is going on here and and try and deal with that. Um, and Lofa, it, it doesn't do that, but it keeps the symptoms at bay. And of course, this is absolutely wonderful, in particular, if you are very dependent on antihistamines to manage your hay fever. Because you know more than anybody else that the antihistamines, they come with side effects. Uh, you may feel some drowsiness. You may feel some other kind of symptoms together with that. Of course, you don't get these symptoms when you take Lofa. Uh, so that is a great thing, even uh, if it's uh, a shame that it doesn't cure on a deeper level. Um and of course, what we also have to remember is that Lofa is not the right herbal remedy for everybody, even though this remedy is so good. But I think that if you have hay fever then and you uh, are looking for something to treat your hay fever, I think this is, this is my best and easiest recommendation. It's so often that I recommend Lofa uh, talking to people. If if I only have one minute to talk to somebody about their hay fever, I say, hey, you should try and take Lofa because that is a great herbal remedy. And of course, it is without uh, the side effects too. Uh, yes, so <laughs> this, this herbal remedy definitely has my warmest recommendation. The last remedy that I want to recommend to you in uh, this short class is urtica urine so that's also just a funky name for stinging nettle it is stinging nettle and we all know how great a herb this is to, <clears throat> to eat it like this to have it as tea it's just a, an, an old school <laughs> a, a folks medicine this has been used forever when I recommend you using it, I am mainly recommending it to use it for anything that itches because that is what we use it for when we add it to the moisturizers. So burns and itches. So you can see how this is going very well together with Hypericum. 
If your baby has eczema, then you can make a warm bath with just water and nothing else. Fill a sock with rolled oats, tie it together and add it to the bath. That is because in oats we have some other, it's a good, it's a good other natural herbal remedy that softens the skin. And of course in a completely natural way and also actually heals the skin a little bit uh, when we have the oats in the bath. So no soaps, no oils, uh, no nothing, just water, just the oats, add a couple of drops of your urtica urine. Maybe you also want to add a couple of drops of the uh, uh, calendula that is just nice for the skin. Maybe you want to add some, some uh, hypericum drops as well to the water. But don't get tempted to use any oils or or soaps or anything like that if your baby has sensitive skin then i think this is all that you need to do forget all the the products that you find on the shelf in the store uh, this is more what you need you really need to scrape it back so that all you, that you do is heal and you don't add any products that has the potential also to aggravate the situation uh, wounds and burns can also get itchy uh, and of course here we have a herbal remedy again that we can add to the skin that we can apply to the skin either uh, through the system of diluting it with some water and taking a deep clean cloth and then kind of like dab it gently onto the skin uh, or you can also add it to moisturizers it is fantastic in after sun creams it just takes some of that itchiness and kind of like busyness, busy feeling away from the body. And of course, you know, like I said before, absolutely great to use together with Hypericum. And then this remedy is also known for bringing on mother's milk. So if you have a mother or if you are a mother that is... Um, uh, has just given birth and the milk won't come on uh, it's not it's it's not the milk production is not starting then uh, urtica urines i have never tried it i have to say so this is just something that i'm telling you that somebody else told me uh, you take five to ten drops in a small glass of water and drink it uh, and then that should help getting mother's milk production started again and of course all the stuff that i'm telling you here about the herbal remedies is just the tip of the iceberg of what these remedies can do because uh, well i'm a homeopath and i work with the homeopathic remedies so when i talk about herbal remedies it's something that i pick up on my way experience that i do you know stuff that we talk about in the homeopathic community but i didn't have a solid education in in how to use the herbs so i am only uh, scratching the surface when I'm talking about the uh, uh, herbal remedies. But I still think that it's absolutely wonderful that even with the, these, these very few uh, pieces of information, you now have five great herbal remedies in your medicine cabinet that you can start using now. This is natural remedies, no side effects with these remedies. This is just something that you can grab and that you can use and that you can experiment too. So I hope that you will find good healing, enjoy working with these five wonderful herbal tinctures.